If you're always on the go like myself and don't have time to sit down and read, Audible.com is a great source to be able to catch up on the latest bestsellers. Listen to it while on the road or at the gym. Audible.com is a leading provider of premium digital audio information and entertainment on the internet. Audible content includes more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Audible carries Audible books in every genre imaginable business, classics, history, self development, just to name a few. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30 day trial membership. Just go to audible.com slash replay and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Currently, I am listening to the classic One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish. One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish, Black Fish, Blue Fish, Old Fish, New Fish. Okay, that's、This、genius. Go to audible.com slash replay. That's audible.com slash replay and get started today. We're excited to talk、uh, messaging and payments today with Facebook. So, without further ado, David Marcus, who's head of messaging at Facebook. Dave. Oh! He was being polite. <laughs> I have no ability at this point to be polite.、Um, I'm going to start, if you don't mind.、Um, so, you were also at PayPal. You ran PayPal, the eBay, when it was an eBay division. That's right. So, you have lots of expertise in two of the areas we're talking about.、Um, How, do you, um, how did you make the transition? Like, what was the going to do messaging at Facebook over what you were doing?、Um, well, actually, it's an interesting story. Well, first of well, all, running. You, thank you.、Okay. <laughs> yes, but, you know,、uh, running a company,、um, I think when I left it was about 16,000 people.、Uh, running a 16,000 people company is not fun every day, especially when you're going through a pretty substantial cultural shift.、Um, And like, I decided that basically, if it, you know, if, if it was not my own company, that it wasn't worth like, doing、um, at that point in time, and that I wanted to focus more time building products and,、uh, and creating things and having an impact.、Um, and at the time, I started thinking about what was next for me.、Um, Mark reached out, and、uh, he had a very compelling vision for messaging. And,、um, and you know, then it happened. So, what was his compelling vision for messaging to you? Well, it's the one we're working on and executing right now, which is basically, first of all, make messaging and Messenger、uh, a first class messaging client and make it like, really fast and、uh, make it so that people actually start using it as their primary messaging、uh, platform.、Um, and a lot has happened in the last 12 months. You know, when you think about like, all of the product launches, like, you know, whether it's、uh, voice over IP calling, Uh, video calling, which is taking off like crazy, all of the things that we've added to make Messenger more expressive as a platform, enabling people to send stickers, animated GIFs, all of these things, but also bringing businesses on the platform and taking the first baby steps in that direction.、Um, and then M, you know, our new virtual assistant that is at super early stage of development, but that、uh, shows some promise. You basically,、uh, when you started, was when all of this. Messenger becoming an actual business happened, right? And as we were saying backstage, that wasn't coincidental, but walk me through what your first week was like because that was the week that Facebook split Messenger out of the core Facebook app,、mm -hmm. and people were pretty pissed off, really. So, and that was、yeah. your first, well, like, here's this new product that Mark gives you, and all of a sudden everyone's 
complaining about it? What was that like? Yeah, I didn't mind that. I think I mean it was a busy week, uh, <laughs> but I didn't mind it because it was the right decision. Uh, first of all, right now messaging is so much better on Facebook since we've splitted the capabilities. Like when you have a network with everyone on push notifications, people respond much faster. We've been able to build a much better experience by having a self-contained app to work with rather than be dependent on the big Facebook app and their release cycles and all kinds of different contingencies that we had to look after. So it was absolutely the right decision. Um, and I think if anything, it made me really happy to be part of a company that time and time again is able to make the tough decisions um, by just like you know doing the right thing for Yeah, Mark is good at pissing thing. users off and then begging forgiveness. But, but for the right thing, like ultimately, yeah. like you know, like if you well, look at newsfeed, newsfeed, newsfeed it was the example. right thing, right? right like right. You know, right now, like Facebook would be barely usable if it was still the chronological feed. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think it was like a hard decision then. It was a hard decision to separate messaging from the core app. Um, but both times, those were the right decisions. Um, and like I think in both cases, we'll be able to like one, we've already built a pretty successful business and platform on top, and like the second one, we're Starting to was work. it out of the fear of what was going on in other messaging apps? You own another one of them. You own a separate one. We want to talk. I think Kurt was super interested in that idea of what was uh, happening with WhatsApp versus Yeah, like, are you, how, how, do, how are you involved with WhatsApp? Do you oversee WhatsApp as well? No, WhatsApp is still pretty independent. They're still in their Mountain pretty. View what office. Does that mean? And, pretty. like, they're very independent. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, Jan and I chat all the time. And, like, you know, their goal is really to have uh, a lot of breath and work on all the devices across uh, all countries really, really well, even in low data connectivity conditions, et cetera. Our goal is actually to really win in, in different types of markets. So we have like different markets we're separately winning in, and um, and you know that's uh, that's that's what it is right now. But like I think messaging is really truly the next frontier, and when you look at what's happening in Asia, to your point, um, you can see that you know the, the the Asian paradigm has shown that there's a there there and that there's a way of doing it. I don't think we can replicate what has happened there. We must leapfrog it. Um, but it's, uh, it's really promising. What's the next leapfrog? Talk about what you like about what's happening in China, because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an incredibly robust, um, you know, I use WhatsApp when I'm abroad, but not in the United States. I the, never the apps are totally different, too. The yeah. WhatsApp you would have, in, or excuse me, the WeChat you'd have in China is right. totally different than what you get here, right? There's yeah. a cul right. cultural difference. Is that probably the best? Well, I think it's it? a stage difference, too. Like when, um, when WeChat started, uh, you didn't have this myriad of apps that would enable you to do all these different things. Um, and so uh, you had a, a, a messaging app that managed to get to, I think, you know, now 600 million monthly active users um, in China mainly. Mm -hmm. uh, and as a result, when you go to that place all the time, you can build services around it. I think the big difference is that all of these services didn't really exist on mobile before WeChat enabled it. Whereas here, we already have all these services, and so as a result, we need to really leapfrog things. And I think that like, the, the tolerance for um, you know, lower quality types of experiences, very commercial types of services is much lower here. Uh, and as a result, we need to approach it right. differently. And so Go ahead. The, the, the leapfrog idea, I mean, like you said, if, if I want to get an Uber, for example, I have the Uber app, and I've been using it for two, three years now. What are you going to do to encourage someone to order their Uber through Messenger? Or when you say leapfrog, do you mean that that's not the goal now? So if not, what, what is? Well, first, I think that you need to think about like all of the brands out there um, that spend a considerable amount of time building apps that no one wants to download. 
Um, and not because they're not good, it's just because like, you're not going to have an app for every store and every business you interact with, uh, but actually a conversational type of environment for those types of interactions is, is the right model. And like, that's the way commerce started. It was all conversational. The problem we've had here in the West is that e-commerce, for instance, started like, on the web, and then when people got smartphones, they basically shrunk down those websites to fit in right. a mobile device, right. but they didn't change the paradigm. And mobile is such a different type of device, um, and it's very personal, and it's different. And as a result, we think that, like, you know, if you, if you look at even just mobile commerce per se, like 50 to 60% of web visits uh, on any retailer's website are mobile, but yet, like, since 2012, it's been stuck at 11 to 12 percent of actual transaction volume. Right. They go to um, the web after yeah. looking at it. And so, like, I think we can help build, like, uh, an environment for businesses and people to interact um, inside of threads, inside of Messenger. So and commerce uh, is and one mobile. thing. What else? Well, commerce is, like, one of the things, but, like, anything that involves any interaction with a service or a business um, that actually makes sense in a conversational way, I think would fit really well. What if people get used, because I'm thinking when you guys, um, I, was, I may have been using the messenger when they want, it might have been Uber or something they wanted me to do and I just didn't want to do it in that app. It was such, because I was so used to that, you know, individual, not, years ago Yahoo had an app, if you remember. Yahoo's always way ahead and then misses the, the ball completely, like they're way, way ahead. They had an app that had everything in it. And Marco, what's his name, built a board, I forget his name, German guy. Um, but it had everything in it like that. It had communications, it had sports, it had, sure. it, what was it called, Yahoo? Does anyone remember? Go. What? Yahoo Go. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it was what you're talking about in a lot no. of ways. No, it's not, it's not, because what I'm talking about, like, let, let me give you an example okay. of, like, the existing experiences that we have built into Messenger. For instance, we have Everlane, Zulily, Fancy, yes. a bunch of others, where today, if you buy something online from your mobile phone or desktop, you get one email when you create your store account, you get one email when the item gets shipped, um, uh, when you get the order placed, mm -hmm. one, item, one email when the item is shipped, and then eventually another fifth email when um, the item has something. arrived and right. they want you to give you feedback. Right now, if you buy on Everlane, uh, we actually create the thread on Messenger between you and Everlane or Zulili or any of the other guys, and you get an enhanced receipt, like where you can tap on the receipt, you can modify or cancel your order. When it ships, you have a nice map that shows up, and you can see where your package is at all times by going back to that thread. Um, and then you can order more things and basically have a conversational experience with businesses. And the really interesting thing with that is that we have a lot of assets that enable us to do that. Like, one, we have identity at all times. Mm -hmm. Two, a thread inside of a messaging app is canonical. So unlike email threads that are broken, like every single one of the emails I mentioned is like a new thread. Mm -hmm. Here you have like the lifetime of your relationship from the point you open that thread until you close it with that business. And you have context and the store or the business has context. If I say I want another T-shirt, they know my size, they know what model I'm talking about, they know where to ship it, et cetera, et cetera. So we can remove a lot of friction. So all, all of this obviously requires me as the consumer to give over my credit card info, right? Or at least upload it. I know you guys have peer-to-peer -peer payments, uh, which you've been uh, ha had for a while. How is that going? Are people actually uploading credit cards or, or debit cards to the account, uh, to their messenger account now? So first on the P2P uh, side of things, it's going really well, and um, the experience, as you've seen, is really seamless because I can be in a conversation right now, mm -hmm. and you know I just have to type the 
little dollar sign in a composer, type the amount I want, and, and then done. Um, but uh, for commerce transactions, right now we're, rela we're relying solely on the existing store slash retailer uh, capabilities. To so I have to have a relationship already established with the retailer as it is right And now. we're building ways for you to actually build new relationships and not to have to um, you know, create an account and like, so we're working on removing a lot of that friction, but like the intention for us is really not to build a payments business. Like if whatever we do in payments is just to reduce friction and to create an awesome experience, we don't want to make money off of payments, that's mm -hmm. not our business. So why did they hire a payments guy? <laughs> well, I can do other things. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, and yet, your first business, explain. As, but it's commerce. Like what was your, I mixed you up with the other guy. Uh -huh. um, what, what's the, no, you, <laughs> no, there was two payments. Yours was? The what, the Zong? Yes. Zong? Yes. yes. Mobile payments. Yes. Right, exactly. So you've had long-time mobile payments experience, and you yeah. don't, you're saying you don't want to be in the mobile payments business and messaging. That's right. Like, but look, if you look at our business, the right. business of Facebook is helping other businesses, lots of small businesses, millions of uh, advertisers um, to grow their business. And we do that really well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of ads drive commerce. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, you know, you end up buying or not buying something. And we feel that like commerce is one of the verticals that we can build in a messaging app that works really well. And as a result, having payments or commerce expertise makes sense uh, from that standpoint. Um, so I guess that's the... I'm glad you can do other things. What other things are you going to do in Messenger? Yeah. So Messenger, like one of the things that we're, we've been thinking uh, about a lot, uh, and this is like uh, a pet peeve for a lot of people. Like if you think about like sharing photos, for instance, right now, it's like really not easy to share photos with people or with a group of people. And so like that's one of the areas that we're investing in right now is building a really amazing photo sharing experience inside of threads that currently exist or to be created with the people you care the most about. Sharing the photos. I, I, I thought that was called Facebook, but go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's not posting photos. Posting. Like, you know, okay. you know when that you, is like, sharing photos. That, yeah, but like you, there are certain photos. Believe me, I'm inundated photos. with photos of people on Facebook. I don't, yes. I could use a few less. But, but you know, there's, there's photos that you want to post on news feeds, and then there's photos that you just want to share with okay. friends, right? And like, you know, the, we, we have... I, like without getting into the exist, uh, the numbers, we're getting so many photos shared currently on Messenger. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of threads are started because people are sharing photos on Messenger, and we just want to make it uh, make it better. Mm -hmm. um, it's already pretty. I mean, pretty simple, right? I would open the thread, text the photo thing, pick the photo, and hit send. So probably what three taps? So mm -hmm. is it as simple as just making it two taps or one tap, or do we have I, to wait? I and think see? we can do better than that. Mm -hmm. Better than that. Okay. So can you talk about M? So. Yeah. Money penny, right? Is what M stands for? Is that no? M stands for Messenger. M stands for Messenger, okay. or potentially a, a code name for a project. But it's essentially a, it's a uh, what an assistant, right? Through Messenger, so I could mm -hmm. text back and forth with a robot that will then manage what my calendar or my shopping or whatever. Can you explain what M is and why you guys are getting into that? Yeah. Um, so M is actually a virtual assistant to your point, but that actually does different things than the ones that you can find in the market right now. Uh, because it can actually accomplish tasks on your behalf. So it can send gifts on your behalf, it can book a hotel on your behalf, it can book flights, it can do uh, many, many things. Um, and the way we're thinking about this is like, you know, first of all, it's very early days and we need a lot of work for this to be able to scale. 
Um, but right now, it shows some promise. And the way it works is that we have uh, a, an AI instance that like, tries to understand what you're asking and parses that out, formulates the beginning of an answer, and then you have uh, human trainers who are looking at the answers and the responses that are formulated by that AI instance and that decides whether they're good enough or not um, and, uh, and then gives signal for us to train AI better and better to accomplish tasks and then, uh, and then open it up. So uh, again, very early days, so I, I just don't want to set the wrong expectations that everybody's going to have it tomorrow because that's not going to happen. Sure. We need to work on this for a long time, but, uh, but it's a very exciting start. So why do you want to do this? I mean, it's interesting because Amit uh, from Google was talking about Google tapping you on the shoulder, which was creepy to me, but I'm easily creeped out by Google. Um, what, this idea of think people it, it anticipating you mm-hmm. is, is different than because when you think about search for, for Google at least and Facebook too is you brought uh, you searched for it and looked so you're the one that was initiating the search or you shopped for it you went to the store mm-hmm. and got something it's like hunting I guess it's hunting and gathering mm-hmm. essentially this new paradigm is it tells you what you want it brings you what you want. It reminds you, it taps you on the shoulder. Um, again, it feels like one of those Halloween movies where everybody gets killed. Um, but um, how do you think about that? Is that what messengers and communication services should become? Like that every, every company is going to have a certain, either a, a butler or there's been, it's been tried lots of times yeah. before. Yeah, I think the interesting thing. I mean, Microsoft thing... Bob, for example. Microsoft, once yeah. again, was ahead of the curve here. Yeah, I think... Um... Uh, the difference but, here, I, I think that the, the reason it's different is because we're, uh, in typical Facebook tradition, trying to do things slightly differently. So instead of trying to brute force it through um, you know, AI and like actually just build something that's kind of cute but not super helpful, mm-hmm. um, and su- but like cute, super helpful, but very scalable, what we're trying to do is uh, mix like, uh, human capabilities with AI uh, and with that, AI can be trained, and over time, we can make it scalable. Um, and so I think that's where the difference lies, which is that if you do that, then you can perform a much wider range of tasks on behalf of people and help make their lives a lot simpler. Um, and so, yes, it's been tried before. Um, and, you know, I don't know whether ours will be, you know, the one that will ultimately succeed or not. Time will tell. Um, it shows some early promise, but again, it's super early days, and we still have a lot of work to do. The, oh, sorry, but no. the goal is to get an assist, like, that it does, it, it, it acts upon you versus you acting upon it. That's right. And so but it also fulfills intent for you. Um, it in, knows in what a way, you're like no, but gradually, the more you use it, the more it learns about your habits, your preferences, and the more you can ask it to fulfill tasks. Like I use it a lot for gifting, for instance, which is like really easy, like sending flowers or a bottle of champagne to someone. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten. I was just going to say the exact yeah, same I thing. I After it must be in the mail. <laughs> um, so the human element right yeah. now, I, and I get the whole the idea that this is. A, uh, an algorithm that learns, right? And so right now there are humans making sure that's responding appropriately and telling it when it's wrong. How do you scale something like that? How long does that take, right? Because I would imagine the thought of having 1.5 billion people asking M for yeah. suggestions and having humans moderate every response, that's just not possible. Yeah, so that's at right. what point, you know, how fast can you move, I guess? And the answer is, honestly, I don't know. Okay. Um, and uh, there, there are two basic things that we're working on. 
One is automating a lot of the questions and the fulfillment. So all of the things that are automated basically don't have to touch a human trainer. Uh, and then making the human trainers really efficient. So as a result, like you don't have to use a lot of uh, a trainer's time to actually fulfill requests, mm -hmm. so you make it scalable. Uh, and the question is, like, you know, at what pace are we going to be able to do that? Like in uh, how many different languages? Um, and so like all of this is like still being worked out. And um, and again, it shows promise, but it's early days. Can I ask what it's like? Oh, sorry, go ahead, Kurt. No, I was just going to say, you know, when we talked about now the platform and M and, and all these different things you want to do, is this all uh, stuff that WhatsApp is, is sitting and kind of watching you guys do? Like, can we expect that this kind of technology and this roadmap is going to be applied to WhatsApp as well? Well, I can't speak to that, but like, hopefully we'll find a business model that actually works for both platforms. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Can I ask what it's like to work at Facebook with all these sort of mini empires within Facebook? Now you have Instagram, you've got WhatsApp, you've got the Messenger, which Oculus. is Oculus. Um, how is that managed by Mark? How do you interact with Mark? Um, well, it's, it's working out really well. So first of all, we interact a lot, like not only with Mark, but like with all of the people you mentioned who are phenomenal people, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's Brendan at Oculus, Kevin at Instagram, Jan, uh, at WhatsApp, like the, the, all of these people are phenomenal people, and um, it's so great to be able to actually work with uh, people that created unbelievable things. Um, I mean, Oculus is certainly the piece of technology that I've tried since the iPhone that has blown my mind away by you know a stretch uh, compared to any other new tech that has arrived since then. So, like, it's great. It's just like really uh, at this time specifically where there's a lot of transformation. Like Instagram is coming of age. Um, WhatsApp is continuing to grow by leaps and bounds. Like Oculus is going to launch early next year. Um, we're growing and we're adding a lot of capabilities as well. I mean, there's a lot happening. In video is a, a big topic for uh, core um, Facebook and doing really well for advertisers. Um, you know, so what does Mark do? <laughs> a lot of things. I know. I want to know. Yeah. I'm curious. Now, he does a lot of things. Look, he's like the most hardworking, driven person um, that I've ever uh, worked with and for. And, so, uh, I mean, but I'm asking specifically, what does he actually do? For you, for example, how does he interact with you? What would he say, I want an assistant, bring me one? No. Uh, now, we spend a lot of time thinking about things together, and I, you know, I um, try to... Uh, ask him for his opinion and advice on uh, different things that we're doing, and he provides feedback along the way. But like the way he's been managing Facebook um, is to uh, let people do their thing and give them enough independence and space, and he's talked about that uh, recently. Uh, and so it feels really good. It feels like you have like one of the smartest, uh, most driven uh, person uh, in the plant on the planet that you can actually go and ask for advice and guidance along the way, um, and uh, and that you can trust will make the right uh, bold sometimes choices that will take the company to the next stage. So it's uh, it's great. It's it's really a great experience. Does it does it feel like uh, I had a conversation with Vine? So you know Vine is owned by Twitter, and and it basically operates as its own little startup under this Twitter umbrella. It sounds like uh, WhatsApp is doing that. It seems like Messenger is trying to kind of move away from Facebook in, in the sense that the, the service was pulled out of the main app. You don't need to have a Facebook account to log into Messenger yeah. now. Do you anticipate you're going to continue to move 
like away from Facebook? Is there a lot of autonomy for Messenger, or is it still pretty tied to? Well, you need Facebook to be product? autonomous enough um, so that like people don't think about Messenger as like this thing that serves the sole purpose of messaging your Facebook friends. Um, and uh, so we're working on that, and like enabling people to register and use Messenger without a Facebook account was actually uh, very successful, and people are signing up like without Facebook accounts and mm -hmm. using it, and they can search not only all of their contacts that are on Messenger, but like also people who are on Facebook yeah. who they don't necess they didn't necessarily have a great way to communicate with. So it's um, like look, it's a separate product right now, and uh, we're we're trying to make sure that people can use it. Are you and WhatsApp racing to a billion users? Uh, no, I, not really. I think, you know, I mean, they're ahead. Uh, but, not for uh, long, though, but, right? You know, no, no, they're, like, look, it's not a competition between WhatsApp and Messenger. WhatsApp is winning in certain markets. We're winning in other markets, which happens to be you know, very convenient. Um, and uh, we're focused on our own roadmaps, and uh, and like we're very lucky to have them in the family because like the combination of both Messenger and WhatsApp under one roof uh, makes it a very powerful combination uh, in what I believe is the age of messaging. Do you need two, two of them? Do they need two messaging messaging services? I think that like if you're um, if you want to win uh, in messaging, uh, yes. Okay. Questions from the audience? Questions. There's not any. I'm going to ask a couple more. What do you um, What do you imagine for the last uh, minute we have? Where messaging is going in a far out way? How do you see messaging in the future over virtual reality? Over where in the cars? In anywhere else? Uh, well, definitely on virtual reality. Like we're we're already like providing um, a lot of you know basic communication tools for the Oculus platform that will come live later. Um, and so, you know, at some point, virtual reality will come of age. It'll take time for it to become mass market, but, like, it'll be kind of a nice way to communicate with one another, uh, for sure. Well, especially if you're actually sharing an experience um, at that time. Uh, but I think, like, you know, closer to home, like, in the next, you know, three to five years, um, I think that um, the paradigm of, you know, apps in general and having an app for everything uh, can easily be uh, improved, massively improved, uh, and replaced by threads for certain things, not for everything, mm -hmm. in a messaging app that has context, that has identity, that has persistence uh, and notification capabilities. Uh, and that's not true for everything, but it's true for a lot of the things we do on our smartphones right now. What about, what about more uh, near term? You mentioned photos as being something that we should pay attention to with Messenger. Um, you guys are obviously adding a lot of businesses on there, but is there anything else in the next six to 12 months that's really fascinating? Kurt would like to, to know you? what story he'll Basically, be what should I be asking people about? That'd be great. Well, I can't answer that question, but like, the <laughs> thing is like, you've seen how much new stuff we've built inside of Messenger in the last 12 months. Um, and the only thing I can say is that we are not slowing down. If anything, we're accelerating. Um, we're now actually shipping every week. Um, Updates to Every Apple. week uh, on both platforms, uh, which at the scale of a large company like mm -hmm. Facebook is truly remarkable. Um, so, yeah, lots of new exciting things coming. Okay. I was curious to get your thoughts on bundling and unbundling. So kind of unbundling Facebook a little bit with different, yeah. you know, whether it's paper or messenger and maybe photo sharing down the road. Well, or paper, groups. I forgot about paper. And you're considering bundling other services into messenger. 
Um, and we're seeing a lot on the messaging side, a lot of bundling. And so there's always this continuous discussion about bundling and unbundling and bundling and unbundling. So I wanted to see if you had any yeah. thoughts around that. Well, I think that yeah, there are two different things. Like one is like we want to build all kinds of different small apps uh, and experiments so that we can learn. So for instance, um, chat heads on Android, if you're using Android and you have like those really nice chat heads when you use Messenger, that was a result of like working and experimenting on home and like understanding how we can build stuff on, on Android better. Um, and so like that's one thing. Unbundling per se is actually only um, justified if the core purpose and function of that app is actually different than the core function of the app that you're using. And messaging is a totally, like, it's a primary use case. It's not a secondary use case of another big app. And so that's why it made sense. Now, all of the things that I talked about and that we're planning to add to Messenger is still messaging oriented. And so as a result, like, it has its place inside of Messenger and there's no point in like, building other apps or separating it. And Oh, go ahead. Sorry. So, like, wallet. I mean, you know, is payments going to be a wallet going to be a part of Messenger, or you know, Apple has a separate app that's kind of unbundled, if you will. And are we going to see a wallet app within Facebook that is related to a lot of the commerce and services you're talking about? And would that be bundled? No, um, no. And I think, like, in the case of like Apple with Apple Pay, it actually totally makes sense because it's again a single-purpose app. Um, so, but like, we have no plans. And will there ever be a Facebook phone again? Um, Is it still there? Probably not. No. But I don't know. Do you, do you, so you don't need to have a phone to be powerful in that? I, I don't think so. You can call through Messenger, though. That's something you guys... You, yes, you can call and video call. And right. video call. But you don't imagine the do. need. And in that vein, the last question, when you're looking at the sort of the geopolitics of phones, who, do you, who are you paying most attention to? I don't know. Um, you know, I mean... Right now, um, I think the last data point, and it's dated now that we've uh, released, is that like about 25% of the time spent on smartphones is spent on a Facebook property, and that's, I believe, not including messaging. Right. Um, so, like, we're spending a, like people spend a lot of time using Facebook products on their smartphones. Right. Um, well, it's a must-have, like an HBO yeah. or an ESPN. And so, like, we we build partnerships and re- and have relationships with all of the mobile operators around the world. Like uh, on Internet.org, we partner with operators mm-hmm. really well to provide internet connectivity to people who don't have uh, internet connectivity right now. Um, so. You know, we, we've learned to be pretty good partners okay. in the ecosystem. Right. Very quick question. Yeah, just a quick question. Have you been thinking about uh, extending the Messenger platform for more circumscribed u- user communities, for example, like the healthcare ecosystem here or abroad? So uh, specifically for healthcare, uh, not at this point in time. But, yes, we're, the way we're thinking about expanding uh, the platform and opening it up is really by verticals because we want to make sure that we have a really good user experience. Um, and, you know, maybe one day we'll get to healthcare. It has its whole set of regu- regulatory challenges, but, you know, not right now. Right. Great. David, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.